0: If you've experienced the cycle of toxic relationships and you're sick and tired of feeling stuck, sad, and lonely, now is the time to heal and create your best life. In this podcast, you'll hear world-class toxic relationship recovery expert Stephanie McPhail sharing the support, guidance, and tools you need so you can be truly happy whether you're single or in a relationship. She is the real deal. I should know. She's my wife. Here's your host, Stephanie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Toxic Love Transformation. I'm your host, Stephanie McPhail. I'm calling out the professional women. So if you're wondering, like, am I a professional woman? You have a career, you are successful at it. You know, there might be moments where you're like, I don't know, but you're successful at it. You're doing well for yourself. You're taking care of yourself. But you keep finding these toxic relationships, does that resonate? You've been in the cycle. It's not the first time you've found someone unhealthy and you keep kind of doing the same thing. Professional women. Now, what we've noticed is, is that, or I'm going to say it this way. What do brands like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and Prada all have in common? They're high-end brands, Right. So when you get those types of brands, when you go shopping for those types of brands, you know that you're going to be spending money. You know it's going to be high quality. You know that it comes from a name. So people know those brands, which people seem to feel more comfortable with. What those brands don't do is those brands don't sell themselves short, what does that mean for us a lot of professional women that i see want prada gucci louis vuitton but they're selling themselves on the clearance rack has that been Has that has anyone noticed this and we're gonna we're gonna dive in into this we're gonna dive in to why we're selling ourselves on the clearance rack. Well, we're going to be talking about why professional women do this because this is a huge problem that I see with our clients. Before they come and work with us, their, their standards are down here. So what is it that we want? We're settling for less, but we're expecting more. We want more. We want the great relationship. We want the person to experience life with. We want the one who is also working hard at their career, who's got higher expectations for themselves, has got bigger hopes and dreams and goals and all those great things, but we are settling for people that don't have any of those things. And then we don't do it just once, we tend to do it a few times and then we have the issue of you know settling for someone who ends up being super, super toxic and then we go down the rabbit hole. So why is it that we do this? There's going to be a few reasons. And of course, if this is your first live, just to give you a heads up, go grab a writing utensil. You're going to want to write down some notes or you know, your laptop or however it is you take notes. You're going to want to write this stuff down. So here's the thing. Why is it that we do this? Why is it that we have these high expectations, but we settle for less than? Well, I'm going to say one thing right away out of out of that. If we've only experienced unhealthy relationships, whether it's from our upbringing, whether it's from our own personal experience, whatever it is, if all we've experienced is toxic relationships and we haven't healed, then we will get breadcrumbs and treat it like gold. Write that down. We will get breadcrumbs and treat it like gold. This happens all of the time. This was, and this was something that I experienced too. It was like you end this toxic relationship. Things are really bad. They didn't give you much attention. They, they were, you know, they were not nice to your friends. They were not at the level of achievement that you were in in your life. And then all of a sudden you start going into the dating world. You're like, I figured it out. I'm never going to do that again. You go to the dating world and you meet somebody and they are, they're telling you how wonderful you are. They're, they're saying all these great things or they're really trying to blow up your ego, but then they're not giving you the other things that you want. So that, that part that's like, Oh, they're making me feel good, but they're not really showing up. They're not following through. They're not, they're not all of the things that I'm looking for. So they're giving you little bits of things, but because we might not have experienced healthy before we see that and we think okay, this is the best it's going to get. This is the best I've seen so far. I might as well settle for this. And we're not consciously thinking of this most of the time. Sometimes we are, but we're, we're, we're getting these little bits and we're thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. This is amazing that I have someone that tells me all of these nice things, or it could be something else. What another piece of something else, maybe they're finally going on those vacations that you wanted, but then when you come home from vacation, they don't talk, call you or talk to you for a week. Or, you know, so it could, it, it could change exactly what it is, but again, it's the breadcrumbs are giving you a small piece of what you're looking for and you hold on to that. Like it's the best thing you've ever seen because so far, maybe it is, maybe that's the only thing that you've seen so far. So that's, that's the big idea from it. Now, why is it that we do this? Why is it that we accept this? Well, here's, here's one reason. One of the reasons is the beliefs around relationships. If our beliefs around relationships are, relationships are hard, they're a lot of hard work, there's no really good guys out there, I'm too old to find a good guy, it's not possible for me to create a healthy relationship, maybe we feel we're too damaged to find someone who's going to check off all of the things, maybe we've been told we're too much. As professional successful women, very often we're told we're too much. In fact, other relationships might have said we needed to tone it down, that we were too much, that we were too full of ourselves or whatever it is that they said to try to demean us, belittle us and make us feel bad. It was their way of control. But again, these beliefs around relationships will keep us stuck. They will keep us trapped in that cycle of settling because I don't care how old you are. I have people that are in their twenties and thirties that believe relationships are hard and they settle. I have people in their fifties and sixties that believe relationships are hard. So they settle. But then what happens is, is that that relationship ends up becoming toxic as well. And now they're starting again later in life that much later, they're having to start all over again because they haven't gotten to the root cause. So. Why is it that we do this in relationships where we settle for breadcrumbs or we settle for the clearance rack? Number one, beliefs. Big, big, big reason. Number two, what others tell us. What do our family members tell us about relationships? What do our friends tell us about relationships? I mean, I have some clients right now in the inner circle and in our Brilliant Light Blueprint where they're, you know, they're right at that point where they're ready to date. And one of the things that one of our clients said was, I'm scared because all I keep hearing is how terrible it is to date and how there's no good guys out there. So of course, if that's what you hear from the people around you, if those are the people around you, then yeah, that's going to become that much more scary. And then again, we subconsciously lower our standards. Like, oh no, there's no good guys out there. So if you find someone that's giving you those little breadcrumbs of what you're looking for, it's easier to to accept it because we're afraid of what because of what other people are telling us because what we're hearing maybe on social media. What are other people telling us about relationships? What are our friends complaining about when it comes to relationships? So that's number two. The next one, culture. Your culture could be. The people that you were brought up with so your family of origin, your religion, your religious background, your cultural background, the simply the people that you spend time with your environment. So if you're spending time with people and everyone you're spending time with is also struggling in toxic relationships, if they're complaining about their significant others. If they are meeting this, this actually happened where one of my clients went to go visit family. And while she was there, everyone, every female there that was in a relationship was in a toxic relationship. So every single person around that's kind of like, Oh, this is what it is. We are professional women. These are lawyers. These are women who are doing really well for themselves and they are still attracting these toxic types of people. And it goes back to what we said before. If our belief is that relationships are hard and there's no good guys out there, I don't care what you do for a living, you are going to have that in your mind and you're going to lower your standards. And so if the people around you are doing it as well, that just checks off something else saying, oh, yep, I don't believe it's possible to find a great guy, so I'm gonna settle. And then the other people around me are settling as well. So they're seeing that this is, they see a bunch of unhealthy and then they are settling as well. We had a former client of ours in the brilliant life blueprint, Rachel and Rachel, she's a doctor. She's super smart, very professional, very successful in her career. And she kept attracting these unhealthy toxic relationships, these toxic men. And it was amazing That when she started to do the work and shift her mindset, which we're going to talk about in a minute, we started to shift her mindset, shift her beliefs about what was possible. She suddenly started to realize, I just know that I don't deserve someone who's toxic. I just know that I deserve someone healthy. I just know that I deserve more. So now she's been in a great relationship for a long period of time with a wonderful guy who treats her well and who's where she needs to be. He's doing the good things. He's supportive. He's loving. He's, he's no more breadcrumbs. He's the things that she was looking for in a relationship, which brings me to another piece who truly knows themselves and knows what it is they're looking for in a relationship why do we settle for breadcrumbs? Because we don't know what we want. It's like Target. You go into Target and you're like, "Hmm, I think I need to go get some milk and bread or whatever. And then you go in there and you're like, but maybe I'll get some other stuff. And you come out and you spend $300. You would just go straight to the milk and bread aisle, buy it and get out. But instead we're going in there and we're like, let me just shop let me just shop the aisles and see if there's anything that I like. Oh, look, there's something over here. They would ever do that. Target's really, really good at that. Anyway, I, I digress. But you have to really know what you. Want. So, if you know, and I'm not just talking about. Although these things are important, what do you want in partner? Looks wise, achievement wise, interests wise. Do they like to go on adventures? Do they like to travel? Do they like the same types of foods? Are these important to you? Do you know what you like to do? All of these things, it starts with you knowing what you like, what you want, and then finding a partner that has those same kind of qualities. But a lot of us don't even know what we want. So then we are looking for a partner where it's kind of like, how did we ever think we were going to find what we were looking for when we didn't know who we were and we didn't know who who we needed to be a partner? Is this making sense for everyone so far? Because these are really important things. These are really important things for us to keep in mind. The last one is we see potential. Does anyone ever see potential in someone? We're professional women, we're successful, we learn, we educate ourselves. We're constantly moving forward. We are great if we are, you know, especially if we have, if we're, you know, in charge of a team or a leadership type of role, that's great for that type of role to see potential and then help nurture that potential to help that person grow into the best version of themselves at your job. That's great. That's a great thing to do. Guess where that's not great. Relationships. You don't date potential you date reality. Let me say that again. You don't date potential, you date reality. Because what someone might be or the potential that someone might be is not who they actually are and might not be who they wanna be. We don't get to decide what somebody else does for themselves, we don't get to decide how somebody's gonna change and grow, especially if someone isn't really into changing and growing. If we are with someone that's really content with who they are, even though they have a lot of potential, I have family members that are, I have a cousin of mine who speaks four or five languages, who is one of the smartest people I know that's constantly unemployed because he just doesn't put the effort out. He's got potential, but he's not doing anything with it. There's a lot of potential out there, but not everybody is looking to actually step into their potential. We very often see that potential in someone, and then we settle because we think of what they can possibly be later on with the right nurturing. But again, great for your job, great for your business, not great when it comes to relationships. So what happens if we keep settling? You know this. What happens if we keep settling? Going to keep repeating the same pattern over and over again. Until we really admit to ourselves that we can't actually date potential, that we got to change these beliefs, we got to do all these things, we're going to keep repeating the same patterns. We have to realize that we have to make a change. We have to do something different. Whatever we have done up until this point has not been working and is what has been keeping us stuck. So, What's really cool is that, like, this is all the things that we do in the Brilliant Life Blueprint. So, what is it that you need to do to really make that, to change that cycle and to make a shift? So, here's the simple, here's the simple response to that Know who you are, know what you want, and don't settle. That's the simple answer. Now, of course, if we, like, okay, Stephanie, that's great. That's really wonderful. But I still really don't know what to do. And of course, if that was the easiest answer, we could just, all right, good. I know who I am. I know what I want. I'm not gonna settle anymore. Good, this is great. That's not gonna work for everybody. That little piece, we might know that, but what happens a lot of times too is most of us, even those of you watching, we know better. We just don't do better. We know we shouldn't get into this next toxic relationship. We, we might know or realize, and we don't even see, that we're falling into the same patterns when it comes to relationships, but we're not actually making the changes to not keep going through or down that same cycle. So we have to make shifts. And of course, one of the things that we say all the time is we need to make sure that we heal before we get into another relationship. Time does not automatically make us better at choosing. It doesn't make it more obvious for us to choose healthier partners. Time is just time. It's just passing. It's what we do with that time that's so important. So what should we do? You've you've left that toxic relationship. You're now in a place where you're starting to feel better. And you're like, all right, I don't know where I'm doing, but I, I need to start figuring things out. I don't ever want to get into another toxic cycle again. I know I need support or I know that I need to do something different. So number one, the number one thing that you could do is you're going to want to change your subconscious beliefs about relationships. And this is where David is an expert. He can talk to you about it forever. And he loves to, because it's the psyche. It's one of the things that we do in our program. Subconscious beliefs. If we believe that relationships are hard, that it's, that it's not possible for us, that we're too old and blah, 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 you decide whatever those subconscious beliefs are, because you have them. If we can shift those things and make it so that they're now shifted to, I am worthy I deserve a healthy partner, I deserve to be happy, I trust myself, whatever those positive shifts are in the subconscious, if we start to to make those changes and we are automatically using those subconscious beliefs, because that's what happens, They're subconscious, we don't even realize they're, they're what we're thinking, we don't even realize that we're doing it. But if we can dig in with the right support, dig in there and say like, oh, I think this is an area that I need help with. Maybe it's maybe my self-esteem does need a little bit more help. Maybe I have been injured in a way that I just need a little bit more help with that. We we look at that subconscious, we get help. David's really good at digging in there and helping you figure out what that is. And we change it to the positive belief. That becomes something else that we no longer think about. That's just what we automatically go to. So when in the past it was, for example, um, there's no good guys out there. Maybe now it's shifted to, there are healthy men out there, there are healthy relationships, it's possible for me to create a healthy relationship, maybe that's the shift for you. And if you truly believe that inside of you, that when you see something that's toxic, you're not going to be interested in that. Or if you get into a relationship, you don't see the red flags right away or ignore them, you know, then you're going to say, Oh, wait a minute. That subconscious belief of it's possible for me to create healthy relationships, you're going to be able to end that relationship because you're going to want to protect your energy and be with people who are positive in a healthy, positive relationship. So number one, if you don't want to continue down this cycle, you're going to want to shift your subconscious beliefs. Number two, get the right guidance. We don't know where we're making mistakes. If we knew where we were making mistakes, we would already have changed it. If we knew what we needed to do really, because again, we feel like we we know, but then we don't actually do it. So then there's that piece in between. How do we actually take action on it? So getting the right guidance from the outside, like what David and I do with our clients is we look at what they're doing. We we point out the areas where they're repeating the same patterns. We point out the mindset that's keeping them stuck. We point out where they're making mistakes. We give them guidance in how to better approach a situation when it comes to healing, when it comes to creating who they are, doing the deep work, because we're not dating coaches. We're toxic relationship recovery experts. We help you in that time where You've been in that toxic relationship. Now you need to find out who you are. That's where we shine. That's what we do every single day is help people really understand who they are, what they need. That piece that's so important in order to create something healthy later on is being able to know who we are. So having that guidance from experts who know how to help people heal from toxic relationships, expert and expert who knows where we're making the mistakes, that's number two, very, very most important thing. Number three, having the right supports. If your support system is other people who are also in toxic relationships, that's not a good support system. Those are not people that are going to help you grow and change to create healthy relationships. If we are with other people who are complaining about relationships, then we are not around the right people if we are with people that maybe, maybe are around people that actually are in good relationships, I would ask you how much time and expertise they have in helping other people heal from toxic relationships. If the answer is none, they're not a good support system for you in order to heal. There's someone you can talk to. There's someone you can vent to, but it's not going to be the right kind of support to actually get you the results that you're looking for, which is to heal. We need to heal before we can move on and start attracting those healthier people. We need to find out what are the reasons, what are the things that we have been lacking in that we have been selling ourselves on the clearance rack when we intellectually want to be high end and high level. And I think this piece is really important is to really understand the the, the in-depthness that we have to get into in order to move on to the next phase. If we wanna make sure that we are up-leveling, up-leveling ourselves the way we would when we're getting higher education, when we're getting another training, another certification, whatever those things are, We need to make sure that we're getting the right guidance, support, and tools to really help us to get there. If not, we're just going to keep repeating the same patterns, wasting more time, and getting the same results we've been getting before. If what you've been doing so far keeps getting you back here, then you're not doing the right things because our clients in the Brilliant Light Blueprint, they're making shifts sometimes in as little as a few weeks. So in saying all of that, you... We're put here for more. You are not put here to struggle the way you have been. All you need is to step in to your true power. Step into who you truly are. But I would have never accepted from friends what I accepted in relationships. I would break up. I'd do really great. I'd live, live a great life, do great things. And then I would get into another relationship and then it was like taking the wind out of my sails. You got to hang out with them and have adventures and, and live life with them. Not that you have to do that right now, but that you won't, you wouldn't accept anything other than that. A best friend that you get to have a relationship with. As always, it was really awesome hanging out with all of you never forget you are way stronger than you realize see you next episode bye everybody so that's it for today's episode of toxic love podcast head on over to itunes or wherever you subscribe to your shows one lucky listener every single week who subscribes and posts a review on itunes will be entered for a chance to win the grand prize vip drawing with stephanie mcphail herself be sure to head on over to toxiclovepodcast.com and pick up a free copy of stephanie's gift and join us next time